Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week 7 was the best college football week of the year, full of upsets. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. someone who desperately needs Herbert and Haskins to declare, and with me as always is AJ, the worky magic Marchese. No comment? He was okay. Oh, okay. He was okay. No, he was bad until the worky magic. Today, <laughs> we'll do some Week 7 superlatives, break down what we saw in the best games, and preview who to watch in Week 8. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving down to Nashville, maybe. Looking for a net or bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you gotta check out my bookie. Remember. Who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they're your best bet this season. They've been in business. Oh, they've been in business for years. Have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, over-unders on fantasy, points scored, and the most rewarding player perks of the business. My bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, they'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits over $100. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That Oh, oops. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 free play by using promo code HEAVEN25. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner and take the extra money. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie! I think you should uh, spell out the M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E also in that voice, Rob. I could barely go through the whole thing. <laughs> um, 
Wow. That was tough. That was that wasn't a great one. You feeling okay, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Just, <clears throat> you know. Anyway. I'm upset. I'm just upset. TK Metcalf said for the season with a neck injury. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm upset. Uh yeah. We'll look at that a little bit. Old Miss, wide receiver one, DK Metcalf, done for the season, neck injury against Arkansas. And uh, it's kind of up in the air whether he'll return to school for his retro junior year or declare for the draft. Mm-hmm. I hope he – we still don't know the timetable for return. Like, I don't know if he would be healthy for the combine or his <clears> pro <throat> day. Yeah. Um, I hope he declares and is healthy for those things because I think there's enough on tape to justify him being the first receiver off the board. Um, the class is loaded, and with the injury, I, I wouldn't hate him going back to Ole Miss. Yeah, but they're losing so much talent. Exactly. You can get all the targets, baby. Well, Matt Corral, all day um, to him. Maybe. it's It'll be interesting to follow. Speaking of declaring for the draft, Ohio State's Nick Bosa withdrew from Ohio State and officially declared. So we got Bosa and Ida Oliver already declared. In a stacked <laughs> defensive line class, um, yeah, it makes sense for so both. For some we, we've, yeah, f- uh, for sure. Criticize him, Rob. I know you want to. I do not at all. I would have <laughs> done the exact same thing if I had the opportunity to <clears throat> get healthy and make millions of dollars as the number one pick, or play through an injury for a school that doesn't pay me any money to play football. I think one of the one of the stronger points I think for all this skipping bowl games and blah blah, blah whatever shit. Uh, what's the purpose of college and university, Rob? To get exploited uh, on TV? Make, yeah, yeah. make no, money for it, your school? I don't know. I mean, for, for everyone, the purpose of college and university is to get prepared for a job. Right? I don't know. Cardell Jones doesn't go there for school, though. But he got prepared for the NFL, and now he's thriving, Rob. True. He's on a practice squad. True. So if if this is your best route to getting an you're, employee, you're not wrong. This is the smartest way to justify it. People people yeah. who are against players doing things like this are ridiculous. That it's a bad take. Why? Like, I, I mean, I get it. Hurt. If you're a Ohio State fan, I get it. Hurts, but but you can't but, blame but him. to like tweet at the guy or comment on his Instagram, Stupid. ripping him apart. Like, shut yeah, up. You stupid. would do the same thing in the same situation. Everybody, you know, you know, it's like you know, skipping a class because you got to study for an exam, like. I, you know what I mean? No, sorry. I've, I've never class. skipped a class and I've never studied for an exam. I, I don't get that. I've skipped every class and not studied. So, Best of both worlds. Okay. <laughs> Big break on you, baby. Week 7 superlatives. Best freshman. Any for you, pal. I, I think we got to give some love to our boy. I said it. Brock Purdy. Uh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got Brock Purdy. Yeah, from Ames, Iowa. Big upset over West Virginia. This is a big... Ames, not even just Iowa State, just Ames Iowa podcast. Even <laughs> it is. Um, first two career starts, two upsets against ranked opponents. Right, Oklahoma State was ranked last I week. I believe they were twenty four. I believe so too. That's he's a, put up that's numbers a, in both games too. Yeah, for sure. He was eighteen twenty five, two fifty four, three TDs. I think he threw a pick, right? Yeah. But uh, he looked really nice. The, mm-hmm. His one one of his late touchdown passes, he held in the pocket under pressure. And uh, I don't know who the receiver was, but it was a wonderful <laughs> deep ball for a touchdown. He's interesting, and if Matt Campbell's sticking around there and Purdy's mm-hmm. under Matt Campbell for the next three or four years, 
It's a serious. Yeah. Like seriously, I know it's kind of crazy to say that after two games, and he's a th- he was a three star recruit, but I don't know. It show, showed a lot against two good teams. Um, yeah. As a true freshman, so the, interesting to follow that. Um, best sophomore you saw? Uh, I feel like we haven't said his name yet in this category, which is surprising because you hear his name all the time. Uh, I think in a losing effort, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor had a really nice game. Mm-hmm. Not obviously not crazy in the box score, but um, just he was Alex Wonderbrook didn't complete a pass between like the three-minute mark in the first quarter and, like, the five-minute mark in the fourth quarter, so... Classic Hornybrook game. <laughs> they couldn't... They weren't doing anything, but the game felt close until the fourth quarter. And then at Michigan... Yeah, but, right away, but Taylor behind that offensive line, yeah. Taylor was kind of carrying the team, and he was the entire offense. What, a, yeah. what else is new? Breaking, like, a tackle every single uh, touch, and, yeah. I went with a um, Jordan Scott from Oregon. The nose tackle. That dude's a freak. Against Washington, only three tackles in a TFL, but he anchored the defensive line for Oregon. 6'1", 329, impressive-looking athlete for that size. He's he's going to be a guy in the 2020 uh, draft I think everyone's going to be talking about. Nice. Um, best prospect you saw this week? Rob, I'm going back to Ames. Hakeem. Are you okay? Hakeem the Dream? Yeah, Hakeem Butler. He's a first-round pick now. No, no, no. David Montgomery. Uh... One of our guys, I think, we haven't given him too much love since the season's kicked off. I think, you know, again, big upset for them. Uh, 29 carries, a buck 89, a touchdown. Just dude always runs hard. Yeah, his... Um, it's time we, we give some Montgomery love, because I've seen some people down on him in the in the draft Twitter, and uh, I think we get to give some love on this one. Yeah, um, I, I've seen questions on Twitter about his athleticism and everything, and... Kind of a strange amount of trash talk on him, but his yeah. contact balance is legitimately elite. Yep, and his footwork, his patience—he might not test terrifically, but I don't think I don't think it's gonna be that big a deal if he mm-hmm. runs like a four-six. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, and, uh, he is. Yeah, he's he's, he's yeah. an instinctual runner with elite contact balance. Great patience. He's also a, like we know he's a solid pass catcher, if not above average. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he runs hard. He runs nasty. Uh, I I love watching Gabe Montgomery. He's my favorite running yeah. back in college football to watch. Yeah, I think that's very fair. And I I like I know there are tw- like the guys in the twenty twenty draft are it's stacked, but like the way Montgomery good, runs like, is impressive. Yes. No, I agree. The Montgomery is more fun to watch than those. Even guys. though they like they might be better than him, mm-hmm. but the way Montgomery runs is special. No, I agree because like even Dobbins, like he's a good back, but like he's not that fun to watch. You know what I mean? Oh, whoa, come on! I love J.K. Uh, I hate Ohio State. I hate Ohio State. So every time he gets a yard, I get mad. I'm angry. So uh, okay, best prospect I saw: Quinnen Williams, mm-hmm. the defensive tackle for Alabama. I knew you'd mention him this. Week. Yeah, what he did against Missouri, the <laughs> his bull rush, he walked the um, lineman back into lock and got the sack for the safety. It was amazing. The leverage yeah. and power he plays with. Um, hey, if you're on armchairallamericans.com right now, you can read about I – bro- uh, I wrote a bunch of paragraphs about him. Um, how about if they're not? Can they just, like, type it into the search bar or something? Maybe. I don't, I don't know how they remember yeah, words. Y- 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 yeah. Um, but, yeah, William, Williams was dominant. I think he's the <laughs> – I, I am a big fan of Isaiah Bugs. Yeah. And, obviously, Raekwon – 
Davis is uh, a big time prospect, but I think Williams is the best one. It's interesting. There's gonna be a lot of uh, that debating that, that that just that Bama defense. You know, like I come I think time. there is a situation where we're talking <laughs> at all reverse Quinnen Williams when it's all said and done. Oof. I I I don't Oof. I don't have Williams over at Oliver. I get it, but it's. Mm-hmm. I also think there's some people will question at Oliver's size. I'm not gonna be one of them, but um, I think Joe Marino was saying he looked around two seventy ish. So, 275, 6'1", I yeah, think he 6'1", said. 275. Yeah, 6'1", 275. I don't care. Um, yeah, but w- Williams absolutely dominant. He's got all kinds of pass rush moves. Um, he uses his hands really well. Power and leverage. He's He's got a quick get-off, too. I think yeah. he's more... <clears throat> Raekwon Davis is going to look like a freak and, te- and test like a freak. But I think Williams is... Um, Going to be more impactful early in his career, at least, in the NFL. Interesting. Uh, anyone shooting up the board for you? Uh, I think it's time for a little shout to one of my favorite guys in college football, Rob. Chase Winovich. Oh, okay, you, yeah. I think you said you said last week you have him as a top 100 player. I think I, I, uh, <laughs> I, think I ju- have him just outside right now, but I think he'll end up in there. Well, so you lied to me last week, but it's okay. Well, it's I mean, once, liar, once people don't declare, he'll be in there. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I think there's just not like he, I think he's getting better. Uh, I think he leads all edge defenders in run stops this year. If I'm not talking my ass, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the same stuff from last year, endless motor. Uh, I think he's getting better as a pass rusher. You're right, and he just but, yeah. like I, uh, I liked him in in summer grades, but I moved yep. him up my board because his pass rushing has become better. He was always yeah. going to be the the motor guy who who plays the run well, but man, he's got a devastating rip move too. He's he plays really strong as a pass rusher. Like I think, like if, if Sam Hubbard was what uh, mid third round pick, I don't think he's anywhere near the athlete Hubbard was though. He's not. I don't like. Yeah, I guess Hubbard ended up testing better than we expected, right? But I think he's around there. Uh. Hubbard ended up having a sick three cone, if I remember. Let me check. That's, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Quick. Yeah, yeah, he tested better than anticipated. Yeah, his three cone was six eight four. He's, he's not. Winovich's not going to touch that, but and, no, no, and no, Hubbard's but, bigger. But I understand where you're, like he'll be like that third round guy and hop in the rotation because of the 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 tactical. Hubbard, skill. I don't. Yes, I, I don't know why. Like a he tested. I think the knock on him would have been the lack of athleticism, and then he tested very well. So. No, no, a lot of people knew he was a great athlete because of uh, mm-hmm. the lacrosse background, pal. Ever heard of no, Chris lacrosse. Hogan? If you're playing field lacrosse, I don't respect you. If you're playing box, you're a man. <sighs> Americans got to adopt more box lacrosse. Anyways, don't get me started on this, Rob. I'm passionate. Uh, okay? I like field lacrosse, so it's awkward. You're stupid. Um, for me, I'll keep it in the Big Ten. <clears throat> With yeah. uh, TJ Hawkinson, the Iowa tight end, that's not Noah Fant. Oh, he man, this tight end class all of a sudden is insane. Hawkinson looked it's, like it's, a it's really rounded freak. out. Freak. Yeah. Hawkinson against Indiana, four catches, 107 yards, two TDs. One one of the touchdowns was in the red zone. High pointed it. Looked terrific getting up there. Uh, the other was a yak play, and he had another yak play in the game. He like he he's only a redshirt sophomore and. I, he's technically their second tight end, right? So I don't necessarily like. I don't know if he'll come out, but if he does, like he's definitely gonna be a top ten tight end. From what I mean, it's just the one Indiana game, but this dude 
Like, he's really good. He mm. he How, also what's the size, Rob. Sorry. How big is he? Uh, 6'4", 250. That's good. And he blocks like George Kittle did at Iowa. There's one. Ooh. Yeah, there was there was one pancake in the game, and it was monstrous. Like he looked like the way he plays was similar to George Kittle. I mm. I was very uh, intrigued by Hawkinson. Um. And, like, it's just crazy that they have him and Noah Fan. Telling you? It just might be. Uh, it's close. Who is sliding down your board? I just threw DK Metcalf's name in here. Okay. Because of not being able to play. Well, I I don't know. I don't know if that is – Matt Luke said the injury is, like, his future is going to be fine. I don't know if he's sliding down the board. You know? I, 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 I think for a guy that you're – Bending a lot on for potential wise, it not putting it on tape kind of hurts for especially a younger. Guy, I right? think it's over. Like I think it's on tape what he can do. Like to me, I, this I, is I don't, one of the I don't be- disagree with you, he, but I I know where you're coming from because it feels like the general media outside of the draft network felt like the the big NFL draft media outside of the draft network yeah. fellas like has not mentioned like it's a lot more Nikhil Harry or. Like Debo mm. Samuel stuff like that, just the the, the even, big even names in the like, summer, even like AJ, AJ Brown, Brown, yeah. But yeah. like draft Twitter, people like us, we like we all know it's DK Metcalf's the guy. So that, that is that's a that's an interesting point. Um, because DK Metcalf is not outside of the draft network guys gotten enough talk this year. No, no. Okay, no. I, okay, I'm in on what you're saying then. I understand. I turned you around. Yeah, eh? I get where you're coming from because it's not your thought. It's just like because you, you're groupthink guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think for myself ever. Uh, okay, I went with uh, Amani Arwari, the corner from Penn State, mm-hmm. who, I mean, he, he broke up four passes against Michigan State, but he was struggling a lot with Felton Davis. Um, also, that's not a that's not a good guy to be struggling, especially because. Amani is a big twitchy corner, and Felton yeah. Felton Davis a big receiver, but he's like not the greatest athlete in the world. Or at least I, I didn't think he was on tape. Like he's no, he's an interesting player. Like like he'll probably get drafted. Yeah, I think probably. he's like a day three receiver. Um, mm-hmm. but like um, Amani, especially on that last play where Lewerke threw the touchdown with like 19 seconds left, he just yeah. did not find the ball, and he's been struggling the last few weeks after starting the season looking nice, and. It's an interesting corner group, and I think if he like he's six one, he's gonna test really well because he's twitchy as hell. But he just hasn't been playing well over like the last three ish or so games after a strong start to the yeah. season. So something to keep an eye on for a guy who's fighting to get himself into the first round. Okay, uh, any out of nowhere prospects? I don't have a big one this week. Like it's not a guy. I think like like you know we've had polite in this spot before. But just a guy who's produced a hell of a lot over the last two weeks and won this week in the big comeback victory over Nebraska. Flynn Nagel, the shorter type of receiver for Northwest. Did you watch anything? Yeah, oh, I watched the whole game. I was very you think? in on it. So over, I'll throw the stats on and ask you what you thought of him. But, he, uh, uh, oh, sorry, go. Don't listen when I talk, clearly. 22 catches, 331 yards, and two touchdowns over the last two weeks. Both wins. And he watching, I think it was him um, watching Thorsten before the season, mm-hmm. was like their only reliable pass catcher. Yep. And yeah, he he's an interesting guy. Is he a senior? Yeah. Okay. He is. Yeah. He he uh, he made one hell of a play in the game against Nebraska too. He's uh, 
He had the sixty-one year touchdown. Yeah, he's he's definitely an interesting guy. To, like a late day three slot prospect type of guy. Like he'll, not the Senior Bowl, but um, maybe the East West Shrine Game type dude. Type of guy. Yeah. Yep. So that's yeah. Uh, that's my low key pick. No, that's a that's a very uh, hipster pick. Good for you. I wish I was like you. Mine's not hipster. I went, um, I went with with Ed Oliver. <laughs> small school. Uh, I went with Jay Sternberger, the Texas and M tight end who uh, transferred there from Kansas. I saw some love for him on the Twitter machine this week. Yeah, and groupthink. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. He dominated against South Carolina. 145 mm-hmm. yards and a score. He's a lots of tight ends just kind of coming out. This season, yeah, for real. Um, and he, who who was it? Texas A and M when they beat Kentucky, he was kind of the guy who kept catching my eye too. Um, big, physical, athletic. There's so many tight ends in this draft, and there's just another one to the list. I think he's a redshirt junior because of the transfer. But yeah, all of a sudden, I just remember before the year, I didn't think there were very many tight ends, there's and no, now there's a ton. It was, it was kind of just like Noah Fant yeah. and a couple guys. And yeah, Albert O got some love, but we da- Dawson Knox a little bit, but he was still. Low and that key. was just like you, I felt like. Yeah, yeah it was me and Ledyard. Um, <laughs> and uh, there was one other one. I oh Caleb um, Wilson. Um, and now and now yeah. we've got in like Caden Smith shooting up the board too is another tight end. It's just so many tight ends all of a sudden. I don't Gentry. Yeah, yeah. Gentry's a good one too. Uh, okay, any prospects make you look stupid? And are you going to quote some guy and tell me how you're never stupid? Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Sick. Thanks. Uh, okay. Am I wrong? No, no. <laughs> he is making me look stupid. You're not wrong. Um, I went with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, the Florida uh, DB. Yeah. The man in football. Like This guy doesn't even try half the time, I think. Or I know. I, I, it's I, I know. the worst effort. He was the type of guy that like flashed a bit watching other dudes tape at Florida mm-hmm, last year. Mm-hmm. I and then I know it. you got really you got really into him. Yeah. And then the same time when you were getting into him, I saw like I think it was Ledger again to bring him up. Absolutely oh, trash. Uh, oh yeah. If you want to have a good time watching how little Chauncey Gardner Johnson cares about football, go to John Ledger's Twitter feed. Find I, just, I think yeah. I think he's got a thread of all the times Gardner Johnson yeah. puts Zero effort into tackling somebody. Just falling at people's legs. Like, my favorite, a yard from them like it's not my, fa- my favorite one was, uh, Ledger tweeted it out, Joe Burrow <laughs> making him collapse. Uh. So good. Um, yeah, but you're right. When I was watching um, Duke Dawson last year, oh, okay. I kept seeing Gardner Johnson making yeah. a big hit every once in a while. Because just knocking people on their asses. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, I'm going to be in on him. And then the more you see, it's just like this guy, piss poor effort um, against Vandy on uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, big touchdown. He, like, didn't try. He, like, clearly did not try. And he, like, like if you look at the stats, he always has, like, decent weeks, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, 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 for sure. Like, like he had an just, just that in this box, game, and yeah. I was, yeah. like, I did not come away impressed at all. He, mm-hmm. he's, he's got, like, I think he's a guy who, if he wasn't like that, could be a top 100 guy but why would you take a guy like this in the top 100 no yeah, like sure. I, I would take him off my draft board Ooh. yeah no seriously because give me a guy who's gonna put an effort in like this do you think it's lack of effort or he's just bad <laughs> it's one of the it's, other. it's both it's both the open yeah. field tackling is bad but there is like you can tell when he's lack of effort too it's yeah not a great combo um Okay, best prospect versus prospect matchup. 
Uh, I'm going to keep coming to this well, but I, I enjoy the Michigan defense line versus the Wisconsin offensive line, specifically Winovich and David Edwards. Yeah. Uh, there's a few times Edwards uh, struggled slightly. Whiskey looked good running the ball. Yeah. And, like, there's some massive holes for Taylor. I think pass pro-wise, Don Brown's blitzes were, like, messing them yes. up. Yeah, he has some creative stuff. It was fun. Uh, yeah, like, there was uh, – who was it? I can't remember. It wasn't even Kaliki, but uh, there's a couple plays where dudes were just coming unblocked off the edge. Yeah, like, miscommunications. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel, I, and that was Edward's side, too. Yeah, yeah. The, right Number six on, um, on the Michigan defense, I think. Was. Yeah, I can't think of his name. It's bad. But, yeah, uh, like there'd be a miscommunication, and Edwards would take the inside instead of having the slide. And Yeah, no, you're right. That's a... You go or... I, I can't think of his name. I'm bad. Anyway, sorry, Rob. Uh, I would just... No, no Gary, too, eh? So that was... Sorry? No Rashawn Gary this week. Yeah, either, so. no. Two weeks in a row, no Gary. Ho- mm-hmm. Hopefully he's back against Michigan State. That's a guy who's kind of sliding down the board. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he'll go back. I mean, I would hope so. Shea Patterson should go back too. Well, Sh- Sh- there's not, not a chance in hell Shea Patterson's going pro. Um, so he wants to go UDFA. I said that like, before the fucking season started. Oh. Uh, best prospect for me versus prospect, Justin Herbert, obviously Oregon's quarterback, versus the Washington secondary. Yeah, we hyped it last week. Um, Herb, Herbert, uh, like, he made some big plays, some impressive throws. But, like, okay, Byron Murphy made some big plays, too. There's this one play where he, he uh, Dylan Mitchell beat him in the end zone on a deep ball. Mitchell still had a good game. Yeah, man. yeah. And Mur- Murphy just, this incredible uh, PBU that, as, like, the body control to get there. I'm very high on Byron Murphy. I, I don't think I'll end up moving him out of my number two corner spot. Oof. Yeah, he is impressive. He, but, I mean, the group is not the strongest this year. No. The corner no, 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 no. Definitely not. Like, others. It's like, greedy. greedy and it's... I think Byron Murphy's going to kind of lock up the second spot. That's true. Kind of, what do you like? Yeah. Um, Taylor Rapp also had a nice game, for what it's worth. He dropped an interception, though, on a... On a on a sick Bember curve in PBU. <laughs> My boy. Um, prospect who have played the box score for you? Uh, I want to go back to the same game. I thought Devin Bush had a really nice game. He, uh, I think he only had like four, four tackles, a sack. Like He had a decent game on paper. He's quietly, oh, say so? I think, had an impressive season. Yeah. Uh, he had a beautiful pass breakup. I think that led to the interception too, speaking of. Uh, just a couple times where I felt like he was actually a really important force in coverage, just sitting in that shallow zone there and kind of fucking up Hornetbrook. I thought he moved really, really well, and mm-hmm. like, he was looking pretty fluid in coverage. I, I liked what he had, and, you know, classic Devin Bush just hitting dudes. And My, fi- my favorite Devin Bush plays are the ones where um, they've got a receiver trying to cross his face and he just puts them on their ass. Yeah, I know. And wasn't it – I think I saw the, the gif on Twitter that – I think it was this game. One of the guys tried to um, – he met a dude in the hole, like a, a pulling guard or something, and knocked the guard on his ass. Did you, did yeah, you see yeah, that one? Yeah, Dev- That was great. De- Devin Bush, super athletic, but also uh, a mean dude. That's a nice combo to have. Best defense in the country, Rob? Just I think they're, they're ranked second right now. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Awesome. Hey, if you're on Armchair AllAmericans.com right now. I wrote about Chase Winovich. Do you think anyone's on ArmchairAllAmericans.com right now? Like, while they listen to this podcast? I am. Oh, 
Are you listening right now? Thanks for uh, helping our website out there, pal. Uh, prospect no, I'm to- trying. I'm saying you should be there. <laughs> prospect who have played the box score for me was DeAndre Baker, the Georgia corner. Uh, four tackles, two PBUs. Pretty nice. Uh, LSU obviously destroyed Georgia um, yep. in an upset. DeAndre Baker still stood out. I thought he had a fantastic game. He had one pass break up in the end zone. That was impressive. He's not the biggest dude in the world, but we're the most athletic. But, like, he's technically sound. He's physical. He's a good press man corner. I don't think he'll test all that great. And there's going to be yeah. questions about, like, deep speed and whatnot. But, th- like, I like DeAndre Baker. I'm not going to take him in the first round, but I definitely like him. There's a lot to like with him. Mm-hmm. No, he... Him and DeAndre Walker... and eh, Love better, too. But the, I think the Georgia defense isn't as stacked as some people think it is. It, no. Not like, no. there's no first-round guy on it. No. So, like, it's nowhere near <clears throat> Bama. Uh, prospect being overhyped? Uh, is it Will Greer week, Rob? Oh, my God. I have Will Greer written down as well. Good. I knew it was Will Greer week. I just had the feeling in my gut. Hey, from ArmchairAmericans.com, I wrote about Will Greer. <laughs> the pop- Why do you even need to say that? Everyone's on ArmchairAmericans.com. The, po- the, the articles are just a regurgitate. I can't say that word. Are just the same as the podcast. Regurgitated? Yeah, yeah I know. No, but uh, make sure you right-click if you're listening to this podcast via Armchair Americans. So, and uh, open a new tab, right, Rob? Correct. I don't know what that meant. Uh, Will Greer. Yeah. Big time Will Greer. Bad. <laughs> I'm never going to buy in. I, I I I think I almost see the vision with the people who think he could be a first round pick, but in theory, and then I watch and it's just like I can't. I nope. I think he can be a third round pick. Yeah, and, yeah, that's where I'm third for. Yeah, and, and in the right situation with development cuz I think there's there's <laughs> things to like with him, but the ball placement is iffy on He's he's got good deep ball placement, but the the short to intermediate it's not great. Yeah, um, lots of you know back back behind and high and that type yeah. Of thing. And when he's trying to play on schedule, <laughs> you saw it in the Kansas game. Like he it's not great. It's I don't think he's gonna well, what, play in structure this? well in the NFL. Mm, yeah, what was he eleven for fifteen hundred some odd just hundred flat, flat TD a pick. Um, pick. No, nah, he was he was not too. impressive. No, sack seven times. Yeah, as well. the, and it, it's strange because that touchdown pass that that uh, I don't know if it was their first drive, it was an early draft, but the touchdown pass I was like, wow, that was a beautiful throw. And then after that, it was just nothing. Mm-hmm. No, and like you know, like there's a lot of excuses people make for other quarterbacks. Yeah, it's hard to make excuses for this guy because he's got talent around him. He's in a defenseless <laughs> conference, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, he's got an NFL left tackle, an NFL, it, two it, NFL, maybe even three NFL receivers. Maybe Kennedy McCoy might be an NFL running back. He's got He's got a, obviously a friendly system, too. Yeah. Very friendly he's, system for numbers. He's, to even touch first-round talk at this point, I think he needs to like play at an absolutely elite level for the rest of the season. Then he's going to have to go to the Senior Bowl and be head and shoulders over everybody else. Then... Yeah. Uh, combine and pro day. I don't know. I, it's fair. I, I just I don't I don't know if that's he's a guy I see as a franchise QB. Um, no. Nope. 
Any small school guys catch your eye? I can't believe I'm saying this, but no, I didn't have one this week. Ooh. Not even in the yeah, great no, that... Central Florida uh, Memphis game, eh? Well, they're not small schools, you fucking idiot. Okay. Vulgar. <laughs> Sorry, that was too hard. Uh, I went with Max Crosby, the pass rusher from Eastern Michigan. Um, Eastern Michigan. Why, because he, he retweeted you or something? Yeah, me and him are friends on Twitter. Um, Eastern Michigan <laughs> handled business against Toledo, which surprised me. I thought Toledo was going to toast them with that receiving court, but uh, Eastern Michigan ended up winning, I think it was 28-26. And Crosby in the defense played really well. Crosby uses his hands so well. He's a good build. I don't know if he'll come out just because he's a junior and, and he's at a small school. Yeah. But he's got impressive power and hand use for uh, the Eastern Michigan guy. He's built well. Um, he He's a, definitely a dude. Like, he's around – like, I think he's a third, fourth round dude. So You think he's listening right now? I, I hope that? so. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's dive into the Week 7 games. Start off with the LSU 36-16 win over Georgia. A um, couple things. I feel awful for Riley Ridley. Because he's really, really good. And somehow, like, Georgia doesn't s- seem to, like, know how to use him consistently. They save him for the natty. <laughs> On his touchdown catch, he ran a beautiful route. Like posterize the DB, um, and uh, like when I say posterize, I don't mean actually, but like just he lost the DB completely on the route. Um, yeah, did, it, did he dunk on him? Well, I don't know. JJ Arcega Whiteside dunks on someone every week, so I don't. Sure. I meant it in a different way. Uh, but yeah, Rid- Ridley's like he's bigger than his brother. He's not as smooth as his brother, but like he's also that size. He's very smooth. Mm-hmm. He's, he's definitely going to be a top 10 receiver in this draft. It's a deep draft. I love Riley Ridley. We'll see. They, it's, you know, it's not a lot of tape that he put, he's put out there, you know what I mean? Well, after this season, if you splice every game he's played in t- together. <laughs> like Calvin had the every catch at Alabama. That was, that, that was yeah, great. Whoever Dude. did that, good on you. But, uh, yeah, keep doing those. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it kind of sucks just because... Fromm doesn't get him the ball that much, and Georgia in general doesn't. And I don't mm-hmm. know why, because he's the best receiver. I know Cole Hardman's really fast, but he did not play well in this game. There, there is a good amount of mouse to feed on that offense, though. But he's, he, to me, is by far the best receiver on that team. Like, Godwin's meh. Hardman's a fast guy. They haven't, know, they just, they haven't used Robertson that much. They don't use Nod all that much. He looked okay in this no. game. Um, also, another guy in the Georgia offense, Elijah Holyfield runs so angry. I, I and I I see some Chris Carson in him. I'm just gonna throw that one out there. It's a lot. That's a lofty comp, dude. They just both rocked up dudes who run hard and angry. Uh, Holyfield, some big trucks. Um, <laughs> I, I this guy's just a sophomore, but Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the sophomore running back for LSU, he looks like a guy we'll be talking about next year. He ran for 145 on Georgia. Yeah, he was the guy in this game. Yeah, like Brosette, we we've talked about before. He seems like in the more of the Spencer Ware LSU running back like <laughs> yeah. career, which ain't hey, nothing wrong with that. But this guy, the the guy behind him, Edward Tiller, looks maybe some some special. The Spencer Ware, D- uh, Darrell Williams. Yeah, and then maybe Edward Tiller's in that Geis role. That's lofty, but yeah, that's, that's the only one. Yeah, Geis Fournette. I don't know. Jeremy Hill's in between. Yeah, I guess. Um, Devin White also <laughs> uh, struggled a bit early. 
uh, with he he sometimes still struggled to get off blocks and with a lot of physicality struggled a bit early came back and was really good down the stretch um, greedy good Christian Fulton their other corner is interesting he's the guy who was suspended forever for like not oh, yeah. failing a drug test but like faking a drug test yeah. whatever it was it was strange um, yeah yeah I don't know this, was this it? Georgia team was overrated I think from the start like because they don't have that much big time in it. like just from an NFL town perspective LSU is yeah. a lot more top heavy than them. <clears throat> I yeah, I agree. But you know, with LSU, they don't have the quarterback. Hey, Joe Joe Burrow completed half his passes, baby. No turnovers. It's pretty good. Speaking it's, of overrated, what Notre Dame? Yeah, good transition. Yeah, Notre Dame nineteen, Pittsburgh fourteen. Notre Dame's defense did enough. One of the Pittsburgh touchdowns was on a return. Defense gave up seven points. Notre Dame offense not so hot. In Notre Dame's defense, uh, Pitt's tough to handle when they're wearing those beauty throwback jerseys, which this should be their jerseys all the time. Yeah. Uniforms, What's with right? Pat Narduzzi, like, barely being able to win games unless it's against top ten teams? I don't know. I don't know. Do you think for, for if he won this game, he's definitely going to be back next year, but not something. <laughs> You're lucky Pitt fans. <laughs> now you got to bank on him being, like, Clemson for him to be back. I mean, it could happen. So, um, yeah, book book struggled until late. Uh, still, definitely the guy at quarterback for them though. Him and Miles Boykin, yeah. I like that connection. Defense though, like Notre Dame's defense played well. Jerry Tillery, um, Coney, also Drew Tranquil might be the like toughest guy in college football. I don't know, it's just the vibe I get. But I think like, the Notre Dame defense is seriously very very good. They just need Ian yeah. Book to be more consistent game to game. <laughs> and when Quadri Allison's not getting it for Pitt, like they don't stand a chance against anybody. I, I'm I, I'm honestly still salty. Michigan lost that game. What? Oh, to Notre Sorry. Dame. Yeah, it still bugs me, man. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, we talked a bit about this already, but Iowa State 30, West Virginia 14. We talked about Greer. We talked about um, David Mon- Montgomery. Hakeem Butler looked good again. Every week, man. <laughs> So is he back into for sure? I'm I, I don't have any tape on him really. I think there was just one game in 2017. So like, I'm not gonna. I didn't say your. I didn't say your for sure. But uh, so big, strong, and athletic. This receiver class is crazy. It's very good, and they might have a quarterback now. So yeah, that three-headed helps. monster, Butler, Montgomery, Purdy, baby, Ooh. under Matt Campbell. Yes, please. Um, that's pretty fun. West Virginia's defense did not look great. Which, what else is new? But, yeah, their offense was terrible. Yeah. And that's on Will Greer all day. Uh, Oregon 30, Washington 27 in OT. Game of the week? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just so invested <clears throat> in Oregon now. As you should be. Oregon's my favorite team to watch just because I love Justin Herbert so much. Told you, man. I was a year too early on the uh, the Oregon playoff pick. Dude, I'm so I, – I think I just love Pac-12 football. I think I'm a Pac-12 <sighs> guy. I've always been a duck guy. U Dub was probably my favorite, uh, like, second uh, favorite pack. I like U Dub. I I love Washington State. Obviously, uh, <laughs> Washington State's charming, but I, I don't think I can say I, I love them. By I the love, way, they, I love Washington State. Like uh, your cool cousin who buys you beer. You know that that is exactly how you describe Pullman. That's that's what happens thank, all the thank time. Thank you. Um, like you know Stanford, they uh, they run the ball. 
Uh, I love David Shaw. Now we got Chip Kelly back. Like I'm, a, I'm all in on Pac-12. I'm gonna be a Pac-12 fan. I hate USC. Though. I do hate. Just, I hate USC. That's true. Get a fun coach, USC. My Colorado beat you. It's funny. Um, yeah, Miles Gaskin was bottled up most of the game. You're not gonna. It's it's hard to woman Jake Browning carrying you, but uh, Washington's got another tight end, Drew Sample. He made some big plays. He's a good blocker too. Uh, this might be. I think even last year, Sample was being talked up as a better player than Will Disley. Yeah. Now we know that's wrong. Yeah, because Will Disley's one of the greatest players in the history of the sport. But, um, but yeah, S- Sample is very much in that uh, Disley mold. He just another tight end, uh, like a day three tight end, but he's making impressive plays down the field as a pass catcher and um, blocking really well. Um, also, Ben Burkirvan. 19 tackles, that impressive pass breakup I already talked about. Small linebackers are back. Ben Burkirvin's going to be drafted. I, I'm comping him to Matt Milano now, my two favorite linebackers in the world. <laughs> um, Dylan Mitchell, I think, is really rising up boards. It's good, eh? Yeah. Troy Dye on? looked really good, Troy that linebacker good. for yeah. them, too. You know who, who, who didn't stand out? Jalen Jelks really struggled with the Washington O-line. I don't... I don't. I'm not impressed with either of these, the two uh, Jelks or Hollins. Hollins. Well, Jelks is playing yeah. in a position. They make him play five tech, and he's six six two fifty. Should be a true edge. Why does Oregon always have these massive, dudes? massive edge yeah. slash DN people? Buckner, Armstead, yeah. I Jelks. have no idea. Hollins, they're all big. It's yeah. bizarre. Um, I like Hugo Amadi a lot too. <laughs> Lots of fun DBs yeah, in this I, game. Yeah. Or Oregon's got a good shot at going eleven and one. Believe. Uh, Playoffs. Did you even mention Justin Herbert in that? Blurt? No, because we talked about him a bit. Well, I can talk about him. Yeah. That one touchdown pass was wonderful. Perfect ball placement. He uh, struggled a bit, but against a good defense, played through first. He got that big win. People are saying he can't get, which I thought was a weird yeah, knock. I, also, I'm I'm happy to see him put a couple like really good games together. You know what I mean? Against yeah, like, legit I, I know teams. he, yeah, because you know, as much as I absolutely love Justin Herbert, that Boise State game still scares me just the little littlest. I know like everything about that game was against Justin Herbert. Yeah, a LV having the game of his life, <laughs> but B obviously Cristobal taking over and yeah, but you know what I mean. I like to see him stringing together like a couple. Mm-hmm. Couple yeah, games. but just based off physical tools and his ball placement and everything. There's no question he's quarterback one. I don't know why he hasn't been getting more love. I know it is now, but like... Why did it take so long? Yeah, I don't know. Why did it take so long? And I, I still don't think it's as big as it should be. No, he's uh, he's the clear QB one. And Dwayne Haskins, Absolutely. I think, is the clear QB two at this point. Uh, and if neither of them come out, then this draft class is still really... If, if a handful of the juniors don't come out, this quarterback draft class, I hope you're not taking a QB in the first round. Are Locke and Stidham going to get picked in the first round if they don't come out? If Herbert and Haskins don't? I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't think Stidham can get picked in the day two right now. I wouldn't. <laughs> like, I seriously I don't, don't think he's a third-round quarterback. I don't I'm not there with Drew Locke either. Like, give, me, give me Brett Rippon over both of them. Give me Tyree Jackson over both of them for his physical tools. Give me Taron Christian over both of them, baby. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Easton Stick? Like, yes. I don't like either of them. I, I'm, I'm excited for the... The D2 playoffs, or sorry, the FCS playoffs, so we can see some more. Oh, I want to see Stiffers Christian. 
it's going to happen. I know. I'm excited. Should check the schedule. Anyways, we got so off track. Okay, let's, let's move on. Michigan State 21, Penn State 17. Penn State's a disappointing football team, and Brian Lewerke Magic is back. Even though he struggled for most of this game, completed 46% of his throws. Uh, both these teams are weird. I, I don't think anyone should ever trust Michigan State, but now they're going to win out, I'm sure of it. Shut up. No, they're not. They, they went from looking like they're not going to make a bowl game to like... Th- but that's... I feel like that's what they're always yeah, are, yeah. kind of. If you think they're going to be good, they're going to be bad. And if you think they're yeah. going to be bad, they're going to be good. It's genius. And now this this year, it's it's week to week. Though. Yeah, yeah, well, very much. Because Brian Lewerke is really inconsistent, Magic. but magical. Yeah, he is. I hope he goes back to school and then becomes QB1 next year. Um, yeah. He could use it. Lewerke, uh... The classic Lurky, really awful plays and some magical plays and wins the game. Felton Davis was awesome. Um, my biggest takeaway, though, Miles Sanders, the Penn State running back, he had this one wicked touchdown run mm-hmm. that was hella awesome. He's, I think, it'd be, I mean, he's in my top ten for running back right now. He should probably come out, even though, like, there's, like realistically, there's not enough – there yet, you know what I mean, but but it's just yeah with next the, year's the running back class and this yes. one's not that great. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um. Yeah, Jawan Johnson's still pretty irrelevant, which is not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Central Florida thirty-one, Memphis thirty. Mem- I should have known this game was going to be tight, man. Mem- These teams can't Mem- not play each other. Tight. Memphis destroying Central Florida. Mackenzie Milton leads the comeback. What else is new? Darrell Henderson's first half, I think he had like a, a hundred and eighty yards. Another dude, eh? Like that's I, just moving up. I've got yeah, he's I'm gonna say he's my fourth running back. Third or fourth. But yeah, I love Darrell Henderson. Um hey, I think two uh two guys that we're both high on <laughs> in the summer. One for you. I thought you were saying two uh no. anyway, sorry. Yeah. One for you, one for me. I think are both gonna end up top five running backs. I was Darrell Henderson. You with um, Devin Singletary. In this mm-hmm. class, I think they're both going to be top five running backs. I agree. Also, I don't think Brace loves a top ten running back, but hey, <laughs> I'll save that for later. Uh, but yeah, Melton ends up leading the comeback. Darrell Henderson is really good. Memphis four and three, but like they're a good four and three. Yeah, I know. They're, I know. But they, they lost so much talent, obviously, Anthony Miller being number one and then Avery number two, but. Yeah. Um, Lots of talent they lost. And, Central Florida lost yeah. a ton, too. Central Florida, I don't think, is the 10th best yeah, team in the country. No, they, they abs- they're the first best team in the country. Okay. UCF's some machine. What do you want, Rob? Mackenzie Milton's one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and that's a fact. Michigan 38, Wisconsin 13. Yeah. Uh, okay, Hornybrook sucks. The O-line struggled for Wisconsin, which was something we weren't necessarily expecting. Uh, they they look good in Rumble. Yeah, yeah, though. but uh, it was I guess it was more of the Don Brown effect. Because you're the best. Yeah. Win, Winbush and Winovich we talked about. Um, Shea Patterson did some nice things. I still don't think he's an NFL QB at this point. Um, no, he's got to go back. Higdon is... He's okay. I like Higdon. I do, too. I think he's going to get drafted. Oh, definitely. He's, he's going to have himself a career as, like, a RB2. Yeah. He's uh, I think he, so. he's, he, he can break those big runs. He's uh, interesting. <clears throat> um, what else we got in this game? Uh... I don't know. The Wisconsin defense is not nearly as good as they were last no. year. No. It's 
It's so bad seeing Shea Patterson and Dylan McCaffrey absolutely outrun this Wisconsin. They're just not athletic. Like, TJ Edwards is a good college linebacker. I don't think he's very athletic. Same with Ryan Connolly. No. Uh, Edwards is the one that couldn't catch mm -hmm. Shea, wasn't he? And, um, like, Andrew Van Ginkle's their best pass rusher, and he's more of an off ball guy at the next level. Like, there just isn't. And Dakota Dixon, their safety, wasn't playing, but. Yep, he was hurting. There just doesn't seem to be very much athleticism on the Wisconsin defense. Uh, David Long has kind of bounced back after a little bit of a rough start to the season. I think. Yeah, he he's looked good down the, the over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the the Notre Dame game was both was bad for both him and uh, Levert. Yeah, it was a weird game in general. Sorry, I call him Levert because I always think of Karis Levert when I say his name. <laughs> that's no, that's who he's named after. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Levert Hill. Um, I call him Karis Levert Hill. Anyways, doesn't matter. That's a cool nickname. Michigan basketball. Miami yeah. lost to Virginia. Terrible. 16-13. Quarterback plays absolutely awful for Miami. Um, Petition to not talk about Miami for the rest of the year. Okay. Travis Homer, though, 145 total years, 11 touches. He's yeah. making explosive plays now. He's a top 10 running back, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> you were, like, down on him, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, he'd been struggling, but, like, now he's back. They were not using him as much either. With DJ it's Dallas. funny how we flipped on Travis Homer. It's so strange. I like Travis Homer. He's so explosive. I, yeah, I think he's like the eighth best running back in the draft. Um, man, the Miami defense like didn't even play bad at all. Draw Buzz did what he does. No. Joe Jackson did what he does. Jaquan Johnson made a whole heap of tackles. Um, Pickney and Quarterman look pretty decent. Like I, like Willis and Jackson are the show on this Miami team. Those are the guys you're watching. Yeah, you're like going to the game to see. But like their defense played fine. Their quarterback situation just sucks. And uh, my boy, I can't say his name still. The Chus didn't even have that big of an impact, and Virginia still won. But um, Thornhill was really good. That hype's real. He is. uh, He he had two picks. He's a big like whether you're playing him at corner or safety. That's up to you. But if you're playing at corner, he's one of those long Seahawks type corners. Like Trey Flowers, baby. Big hit for you. He's been pretty good recently. Anyways, different show. Uh, Tennessee 30, Auburn 24. Auburn at home falls to Tennessee. P- petition to never talk about Auburn on the show again. Yeah, but I love shitting on Jared Stidham. He's done. He's, he's cut. He's horrible. He's just he, like, like an like, absolute mess. Solid game week one, and then it's just falling apart. Uh, yeah. Like, it, week one seemed like what we saw from him last year, more like... Just like kind of game managery, and, and we're like, okay, that's a good. And start it was against Washington too, so it felt like better. That's why, yeah. Um, yeah. But then it's just like when you they actually have him do things, he's just panicky. <laughs> he's, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. I just I don't see any way it makes sense for him to come out. And if a team would take him in the first three rounds, that blows my mind. Like I get you're taking him because of the tools. But it, to me, it feels like Jared Sidham has just been overhyped since, since Baylor. Before he's yeah, before he stepped on the field at Auburn. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. And the, the whole Auburn team feels that way. Like they have all this. They were, they start the season top ten. They have all this supposed top ten talent, and everyone knows their names. But it's like they don't play up to that ever. Like Auburn's just always overrated, though. Yeah. And then they go and like they play Bama tough. Yeah, and then they almost fire Gus Malzahn, so then he wins the rest of their games and yeah. doesn't get fired. Um, Tennessee is not great, but Darrell Taylor on the edge, pretty nice. 
Juwan Jennings and Marcus Callaway are both good receivers, both NFL level receivers. You, you, I can't believe you haven't mentioned a running back yet. Well, t- Chandler's not uh, eligible. Yeah, I, I know, but you're still not mentioning a Tennessee running back. I, Shocking. Sh- well, he's, he's running back one, 2020. I love <laughs> Tennessee running backs. They also have uh, the Canadian intercepted a pass, but then he ended up tearing his ACL. Congbo, oh. or whatever his name is. It's from BC. It's the, nice. like a top five CFL prospect for CFL listeners. Man, that's sick. Um, finally. You know, we got lots of CFL listeners on this NFL draft podcast. Well, hey, every once in a while we throw in a CFL talk. Yeah, we do. Uh, like when we talk Arkansas State, McKinnis. Um, oh, <laughs> Ole Miss 37, Arkansas 33. Huge Ole Miss comeback. Obviously, DK Metcalf sadly got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Tom, who had maybe his best game of his career, running in, yeah, right. threw three eighty seven, ran for a buck forty one, three total TDs. He, I still believe he can be like some sort of project quarterback. Like, uh, I'm taking Tom yeah. in the seventh round over Jared Stidham ever. <laughs> I guess. Like, more, I'm more of a Manny Wilkins guy well, in that moment. Manny, but, uh, Manny Wilkins definitely better, but Tom is going to be sick at the NFL PA Bowl. Can we do an episode where we guess the rosters for all the the season <laughs> bowls? That'd be the worst episode of any podcast. Gabe Gabrud, NFL PA Bowl. Probably. I like Gabe Gabrud as a person, not a prospect. Uh, the, uh, they got to move the East West Shrine game from uh from, from the trap. The trap's awful. Um, it's the worst. Why is it there? Dawson. Why is the trap? Stop talking about the trap. Dawson. You know it's a dark stop. for me. Dawson Knox had a huge get. Dawson Knox is good, and I wonder if with the DK injury, if he'll be involved more, especially in the red zone, because he's like their next biggest guy. Um, Lodge, Lodge, like all of these guys are getting drafted in the first three rounds. Lodge, Brown, Metcalf, and Knox. And Tuama. Scotty Phillips. (laughs) Hey, remember the hype earlier? Greg Little, Javon Patterson, Sean Rawlings, all of them. (laughs) First three rounds. Shea Patterson and... But Van Jefferson. Hey, Arkansas has a backup quarterback who's massive. Um, I feel like they always they have a last they have a last chance you running back too, Raheem Boyd, who had a sixty nine oh, yard nice. touchdown. He's yeah, only a nice. sophomore. Watch him for twenty twenty. You you comping this uh, tall quarterback to uh, our boy Ryan Mallet? Or what? I think that's the only thing. He's like a bigger Ryan Mallet, which means first round. Probably. I can't believe Ryan Mallet wasn't a first round pick. It's so strange. Walter Football, you're a strange website. If you stayed in Michigan, you would have been a first round pick, so. Walter Football so Oh, I can't I can't run Rich Rod's scheme. What a what Hey, Tate Forcey could run it. <laughs> ran it right perfect. Hey AJ, how will you be betting on <laughs> I have week four college football matchups written down here, but uh, I mean week I, eight. I wish I could bet on week four college football matchups. How will you be betting on week eight college football matchups, AJ? Me too. Uh, <laughs> my, my bookie. Right? My bookie. Everyone's got to use my bookie. Nothing beats my bookie. They let you bet on pretty much everything. Join now and use the promo code Heaven and my oh my bookie. I'm rusty. We'll match your deposit dollar for dollar. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra twenty-five dollars in free play using the promo code Heaven25. That's my bo- oh my bookie. <laughs> This is disorienting. That M Y B O O K I E dot A G or dot com. Uh, and and yeah. use heaven or heaven 25 
for this promo codes we offer you. <laughs> um, I thought you promised me a new ad read for this. Uh, yeah, this is clear. This I couldn't even read this one right, so. That's, <laughs> so it was new. Yeah. Almost. It's better. Uh, hey, these spreads are from my Bucky, Rob. Thank you. I said it so you didn't have to say my Bucky loud again. And we got, we got Thursday game on here. Oh, it's a fun one. Pack 12 after dark, kind of. 9 p.m. is a little early for me. 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, the sun's setting early, though. Uh, Stanford at Arizona State. Stanford favored by three. The reasons you watch this game is because Thursday Night Football is going to suck. Uh, oh, yeah. Broncos, Zona. Uh, unless you love this Josh is the Rose. bigger game. To, I think they should cross in here. It should, I think Denver should play Arizona State and Stanford should play the Cardinals. Could Ronell Wren be blocked by the Broncos O-lines? Ooh, see, this sounds fun. How do you make Thursday Night Football fun? <laughs> Cross-play them. Can the Cardinals' defense handle the Stanford offensive line? Chandler Jones could. Oh, but... You missed, You blew a chance. Can the Cardinals handle, handle the Cardinal? Oh, fuck. Okay, but... Fired! <laughs> reason number one you show up to this game? Rennell Wren? Rennell Wren versus... Oh. oh, sorry. Rennell Wren versus offensive line? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm excited to see him, uh, especially he's lined up over Jesse Burkett, the, the Stanford center. Um, reason number two, J.J. Arcega, Whiteside, and Akil Harry are playing this game. Yo. They both make some of the best plays in college football. I'm actually excited. This is legit like a fun yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting into this now. Yeah. Um, I want to see J.J. Arcega, Whiteside posterize someone, then Akil Harry just back and forth. Yeah, me too. Uh, also, Caden Smith, the Stanford tight end. Um, see if K.J. Costello can kind of bounce back here. Uh, Manny Wilkins is... I think someone to consider is a late round pick at quarterback for sure. Yep. Uh, I think yeah, but I'm going to take Stanford. Uh, I'm taking Stanford as well. Arizona State's a lot better than I thought they would be, though. <laughs> but go Sparky, yeah, because we're we hate Herm Edwards. I love him. I, I love him her now. But the hire is so bad. Oh, we oh yeah. Well, I think everybody thought that. I mean, everyone was wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not a great game of slate of games. Game of slates this week. But uh, hey, 12 p.m. Auburn at Old Miss, no DK Metcalf, and that keeps cutting me deeper and deeper. But uh, let's see Jared Stidham not be able to put up points on an Old Miss defense that lets everybody put up points. <laughs> if Jared Stidham like actually struggles in this game, do we bury? Yeah, him? we bury that draft stock. That's that. Hey, okay. new segment: bury the draft stock. Ooh, it's good for Halloween time. Very too. clever name. <laughs> okay, we we will have if if Jared. Okay, well, let's set the numbers now. What? What numbers does Stidham need to hit for him not to get buried? He needs to throw for over 300 yards. Okay, I'll write it down. 300 plus. Uh, uh, 70% or is that too high? 65. 65. Let's call it 65. Okay. Um, okay. Over 7 yards per attempt. These these are these should be easily attainable. Four total. We'll just say total touchdowns. Okay. And no more than one turnover. That feels fair, right? Yep. If not, we'll have a burial on seance for Jared we should have We should have done it on QB rating. He needs to have a 312.8 QB rating. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I think that's good, and we'll, we'll do something for that if he doesn't hit it. We'll probably forget to, but hey. No, no, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. <laughs> um, but now, I will not look at this. So. I'm taking Auburn because now I, I'm invested in this game. Okay. Uh, hey, but yeah, DeMarcus Lodge, AJ Brown. Um, Dawson oh, Knox, a couple things to watch. Uh, Greg Little versus uh, the Auburn defensive line. Um, see if Tom was for real against the Auburn defense, baby. See, no, straight, straight up. Let's see who's the better prospect, Tom or Stidham. 
Okay. Uh, I'm taking Ole Miss plus points. I hate I, right. I hate uh, Auburn so much. Yeah, no, it's okay. a spiteful pick, and like they're going to win it for DK. I'm so sad. Um, game of the week. Yeah, the the the, the best game of twelve for sure. Uh, number six Michigan going to number twenty four Michigan State. Michigan seven and a half point favorites. This is either going to be Michigan State pulling the upset or just Brian Lewerke throwing six interceptions. Uh, yeah, probably. It's either like a 15-13 Michigan State win. Oh, yeah, Michigan. Or Michigan rolls. Or, yeah, or Michigan. Uh, I'm going to take Michigan State because uh, it worked for me last week, Rob, picking against Michigan. Yeah, I will also take Michigan State uh, plus points. I there I I still hold out hope that Brian Lewerke can string the rest of the season together and really put himself in in the first round talk because I, I was very high on him entering the year and obviously he hasn't lived mm-hmm. up to it. But like, you know, yeah. the skill set is there. This is the worst, one of the worst defenses for him to be playing against right now. But yeah, uh, Rashawn Gary, it's a good test. It's a good Rashawn test. Rashawn Gary might be back for it too. Um, Michigan State Hopefully. doesn't have a ton of talent. I, it, hey, watching these, the Michigan corners against Felton Davis should be interesting though, at least. They always play each other close. So. Yeah. And especially because, um, Michigan State's at home. Uh, yeah, our right. final 12 p.m. game on this slate: number nine Oklahoma at TCU. TCU lost 17-14 to Texas Tech last week. Yeah, I think I picked it though, baby. So uh, I'm t- I'm taking Oklahoma because t- not only like TCU's offense is a complete mess and their defense isn't like it's fine, but I don't think it's some great defense by any stretch. Even though <laughs> I love Ben Banigou, but. Uh, Who? Banagoo. That's Banagoo. <laughs> um, I liked it, but what was it? Uh, Hollywood Brown, 200 receiving yards. Kyler Murray, seven touchdowns. Probably right. I'm taking Oklahoma as well. Yeah. Okay, 330 games because there's really no I'm games. Number one, Alabama at Tennessee. I'm taking Alabama. Um, Two is playing, right? Alabama, 29-point favorites. Does it matter? Ser- like, seriously? Uh, yeah, big Tennessee upset if Jalen Hurts plays. Okay. No, it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. Alabama has so many prospects; it's ridiculous. I'm ready to watch this defensive line just, just destroy Tennessee's offense. Um, I'm ready to see Deontay Thompson pick off three passes. Mac Wilson pick off two more. Other other side of the ball. Uh, let's get Damian Harris a lot of touches this week, guys. Yeah, I agree. He's so good, and he just like I understand they don't need to, and it's better for his longevity but hey, he's really good at football <laughs> same with Irv Smith yeah, he had a couple more touches yeah uh, yeah. but you know what they say about Alabama and using tight ends she just can't do it they can't do can't it, do it. Uh, number nothing anymore Colorado at number <laughs> Aww, <laughs> poor Colorado Bur- that's so mean Bur- at number 15 Washington Washington 15 and a half point favorites um, hey LaVisca's Chanel is not eligible for this draft but watching these no. kind of Specifically, Byron Murphy cover him should be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't trust you, Dub. Sorry, sorry. I don't trust Jake Browning. Me neither. So, uh, I mean, they're going to win the game, but I'll take Colorado plus. The I'm going to take Washington. I Colorado looked really unimpressive against USC. They couldn't, yeah, do much on either side of the ball. Montez isn't it. I don't like. He had some like actual. I saw like people talking about him as a first round QB in this class. Like, I don't even think he's going pro. No. Um. Well, I think Washington's defense is too much. 
Dude, it's just like if if a dude has hype once, like especially as a frosh or as a high school senior or whatever, it feels like it just keeps carrying and carrying and carrying. It's very true. Um, I'm talking quarterbacks especially. Oh, definitely with quarterbacks. Speaking of that, number 16 NC State at number 3 Clemson. Ryan Finley. Is this spread too big for you? Yeah, it is. I'm taking NC State plus 15 Me too. I mean... We, I mean, I like Ryan Finley as a college, a college quarterback. Yeah. Quarter. Like, I think he's a good quarterback, uh, not as an NFL prospect. But I think NC State's good enough to hang around. Me too. And I think this is a fun game too. And, and I don't like the Clemson offense is a little like they just got a Etienne all game. Mm-hmm. But it's still a little bit sketchy. It's gonna be fun to watch this Clemson defensive line. Who everybody obviously knows it. The NC State quietly has a nice offensive line. Especially, you, but you love I do. Just... Garrett Bradbury, their center. A lot of hype on him recently. Also, the linebackers in this game, Jermaine Pratt and Kendall Joseph, were both quite underrated, I think. And um, <clears throat> Calvin Harmon and Jacoby Myers are going to be tough for Clemson to shut down. Yeah. I th- yeah, I, I think Clemson ultimately wins, but NC State covers. Uh, okay, 7 o'clock game. Mississippi's 20, number 22, Mississippi State at number 5, LSU. Why? Mississippi State's one of the most inconsistent teams in the country. LSU yeah. seven point favorites. I'll take LSU at home. It, at LSU's night. pretty inconsistent too, but, but yeah, I'm taking LSU. Their defense is is consistent. Yeah. Yes, and like what what is Nick Fitzgerald, the tight end playing quarterback, gonna do against Fulton, Greedy, Devin? Should have beat Florida. That Charlotte sucks. Lawrence. LSU. Yeah, I know. Um. Like I, the fun part of this game, prospect wise, Mississippi State's interior defensive line is good. Mm-hmm. Blocking Richard yeah. Lawrence, uh, just like LSU, like Montez Sweat and Jeffrey Simmons, I think are going to put up numbers. And I think it'll be a little scoring game, but LSU's defense is too good. Like I'm like Greedy Williams have a pick six lock of the week. All right, uh, seven thirty, my favorite game, probably yours too. Pac twelve. Not after dark though. Number twelve Oregon at number twenty five Washington State. The line keeps the sun, swinging. No wait, no. Yeah, I don't know why. Because I think I said to you it opened at one and a half Oregon, and then yesterday or two days ago it was Washington State by one. No, yes, yesterday morning, yeah. Yeah, but when the listeners listening. Oh shit, sorry, yeah, bro. And at the time of this recording, Oregon's back to being a one point favorite. Um. Hey, Pullman gets. Uh, Pullman gets. Yes, for the first day. time, man. That's awesome. Um, I'm sad to see Old Crimson be retired, though. Um, yeah, you're not. Well, no, I have a lot invested. Sorry, buddy. Wow, <laughs> not a not a college game day fan, obviously. Um, you, you probably don't like the chain smokers coming on every year. <laughs> I, I was so confused. Lee Corso seemed to like them. <laughs> Did, I didn't watch Game Day, but yeah, because he screwed up their closer. What's, that's the name of their song, right? He, why am I asking you? Know. He called it like closure or something. Smoke, I don't know. I don't play cigarettes him. for a living. Okay, but uh, uh, Chainsokers sm- suck. Uh, uh, another big game for Justin Herbert on the road in Pullman against a top twenty-five team, stringing together on Game Day in prime time. Really put his name on the map. I think this is the Gardner Minshew game, though. More importantly. Minshew is uh, better than we thought. Is he, though? Yeah, yeah he is. But how, not that much better than we thought. This it's a good system. This is going to be a big he's... game for if he is anything, though. If he's getting that NFL PA bowl invite. 
like I suspect he is. Uh, I think he'll just go right into coaching as he should. But I respect I respect him for that. Me too. Um, but hey, Gardner Minshew went from someone I hate to someone I really like. Me too. Oregon. I'm proud of him. For I, that. I think Oregon. It's going to be close. I think down the stretch, Oregon pulls away by like a handful of points. I think Oregon wins by ten. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say ten. I, I think it'll be close in the first half though. Just just because. It's Washington State at home, and Pullman's gonna be rocking though. Yeah, it's gonna be. I th- I'm very excited. It just, what's the SEC tagline? It means more, or something. It just means, it just means more. more. Yeah. Pac-12. It's just funner. <laughs> uh oh, Pac-12 is gonna steal that for sure. I would if I were. Number eight, more Pac-12. Number number at eight. Yeah, well, I don't need this. USC one. at Utah. Utah six and a half point favorites. Yeah, there's literally no games. I had to pick something. I can't. Oh, to make it 10? I, I almost I wanted to pick a Mac game, but I couldn't decide between two of them. Oh. I think I was, I was deciding between like Eastern Michigan versus uh, Ball State and Toledo versus somebody. But, hey, Buffalo's already bowl eligible. Good for them. Yeah. Jackson, uh, oh, we'll talk more about Jackson, I guess. Yeah, when Maction starts, we'll get into a little extra Mac talk. Uh, we'll, do, we'll probably be doing a Tuesday bonus plan. Yeah, just Mac talk. Uh, yeah. Utah's got some guys: Zach Moss, Bradley, and a Ch- uh, Chase Hansen, Julian Blackman. USC. I don't like. We talked about it. Amon Marshall's the only USC guy. I really. Gustin's done now, right? Yeah, yeah. Gustin's done for the season. Cam Smith will miss last week. Um, Pittman and Vaughn's are interesting, but I think they'll both go back. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm ready to see Zach Moss just. Gashes defense to the tune of 40 carries for 250 yards. <laughs> I'm going to take Utah as yeah. well. All right. That's going to do it for us then. Uh, you can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at Rob Paul NFL. You can follow Armchair at ACL Americans and at Armchair NFL. Uh, if you go to armchairallamericans.com, you can read my NFL draft, my, the Armchair Scout columns. Wait, what? Rob, they don't need to go there. They're already on that website. Correct. And read my NFL draft column or my rookie power rankings column. Both come out every week. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Which one do you like better? Writing or reading? I can't do either uh, of those things. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like writing about the NFL draft more than uh, NFL in general. So, uh, Fair enough. Yeah. So uh, check you later, fam. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Hear that? That's the sound of change being cooked up in our schools. Each day, school food professionals throughout California are working to make better meals for our kids, one tray at a time. These meal planning, sauce stirring, taste bud training professionals are making food for students from kindergarten to high school using fresher ingredients and flavors kids love. The secret ingredient to better school food in California? The dedicated professionals who are improving it every day. Learn more about how they're cooking up change at schoolfoodpros.org. Grant provided by California Community College's Chancellor's Office.